This is The Mudroom, on Common Sense Parenting Classes with Alana Robinson, parenting effectiveness coach and child behavior strategist. Weekly nuggets of developmentally appropriate parenting wisdom to help you parent your toddlers and preschoolers more effectively with less effort. The Mudroom is recorded live on Facebook every Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern and 6 p.m. Pacific. Now, here's Alana. My name is Alana Robinson, and I'm a parenting effectiveness coach, and I help parents just like you of toddlers and preschoolers understand why their children are misbehaving and how to fix it without yelling, shaming, or coercion. So one of the big struggles that I get asked about over and over and over by parents is that their children won't clean up one toy before moving on to another toy. And I really wish that I could pinpoint if this advice came from any one person's advice or if it was just kind of generalized from older children or what, because it is literally the worst advice that anyone could possibly give a parent. (laughs) Listen, I get it. We want our kids to learn to be neat and to pick up after themselves. It would be so lovely if we could live in pristine houses where nothing is ever out of place. But (laughs) y'all... That ship sailed the day that you either brought a child into this world or decided to take over the care and control of one. Don't get me wrong. Children can clean up after themselves and be darn good at it too. But, and if you've listened to my episode on what play actually is, you'll remember this. It's not clean. It's not safe. It's not quiet. And it's not linear. It is messy, loud, dangerous, and all over the damn place. The reason children won't do this is because it's not a developmentally appropriate expectation for a child approximately under the age of eight or nine. Toys are designed by adults, but they're used by children. And generally the most valuable brain building play is using objects for something other than what they were actually designed to do. You know, they take a stick and it becomes a sword or a horse, or a tent pole. You know, they pick up a pine cone and pretend it's food, or a projectile, or a pet. You know, they take cars and they shoot them downstairs like a projectile, or they become candy, or depending on the size of the cars, they become skates. I found my three-year-old doing that with a pair of dump trucks last week. <laughs> you know, the magnetiles and the mega blocks, they get used together to make like a science castle, and then they use the food from the kitchen to feed the scientists and the engineers. In other words, play is interdisciplinary. So if you are forcing them to use an adult designed toy for its adult designed purpose and then clean it up and put it away before using another adult designed toy for another adult designed purpose, you are hamstringing your child's development. You are hamstringing their innovation. You are not allowing them the true power of play. You are forcing them into a very narrow definition of engagement that has no room for imagination, innovation, and discovery. Remember, one of the defining criterias of what play is is that it has no apparent purpose. So if you can easily identify the purpose of your child's play, because they're using an adult-designed toy exactly the way an adult intended, in isolation of all other toys, they aren't actually playing, they're entertaining themselves. 
And parents will say, you know, they bounce around from toy to toy, just dumping things out and not even playing with it. And then at the end of the playtime, it looks like a bomb went off. Okay, believe me, I get it. My kids do it too. But another distinctive characteristic of play is that you lose track of time while doing it. You go into a state of flow, a play state. It's a very unique brain state where a child is learning and processing at a much faster rate than they typically would. It's generally accepted that it can take a child up to an hour to get into this play state. So if an hour into their play, you break their play state to get them to do a quick tidy, you've just broken that. You've cut off that state of flow, learning and processing, and now they're going to bounce around from one toy to another for another hour and never actually learn anything. They never get to settle down and do the playing. Yes, (laughs) I get it. They dump it all out because they're looking for that spark that inspires them, that engages them. And children are very visual, so if the toys are all neatly put away and they can't see their tools, you know, they need to be able to see what they're working with. So if all the toys are in a bin, they need to get dumped over. Children need long, long, uninterrupted chunks of playtime. Your child is one of those kids that can't seem to play for more than 20 minutes at a time. It's because they've probably never been given enough time to get into that play state. And the more frequently that they get into that state, the faster they tend to be able to do it in the future. Kids who get interrupted frequently or who are asked to constantly put their toys away before using another toy keep their play very superficial because they anticipate being interrupted and having that play state broken. And after a while, they forget how to do it especially if entertainment is being substituted for play, which is why independent play is just so hard to teach. So what you can do if you don't want your house to become a toy sty is first, if you have a playroom, use it and just close the door on it, okay? In my house, we are super lucky. We have a very large basement playroom And I only actually make my kids clean it up once a week. Sunday night is playroom cleaning night. If it's in the playroom, I genuinely don't care. (laughs) I just close the door. If you aren't fortunate enough to have a dedicated play space, then do more frequent daily cleanups. So you can clean up like before lunch and before dinner. But in between those times, just let them use their toys as they see fit barring them hurting anyone. Or just do one before dinner, right? Also try to find space that your children can save what they're doing. So if they've built a really cool castle out of magnetiles and mega blocks and they're upset because they don't want to tear it down, then find a space where you can preserve it for a predetermined amount of time and promise them that they can come back to it tomorrow. Because I promise... If you reduce the cleanup demands to transition times and preserve the nuts and bolts of what they're doing when a transition does arrive, 
You'll notice way fewer freakouts around cleanup time, and you'll notice that they get to go in back into that play state, back into that flow much faster the next time a play time comes around. And if your child is stuck in that entertainment loop, stop buying single-use toys or just stop buying toys with batteries in them. That's generally a good indication of a single-use toy is if it requires batteries. So if you need some support on figuring out how to do this, or you'd like other tweaks like this to work better with your child's brain, don't be shy. Come and join us in the Parenting Posse Facebook group and grab my scripts for crazy making behavior. They're designed to work with your child's brain and help you start discipline on the right foot. And in the Posse every year, generally around the 15th of November, We have an annual toy thread where parents are encouraged to share their child's favorite non-battery operated toys to give each other some ideas for great toys that have already been a hit with other children of various ages. So if you're looking for some ideas as the holidays come down the pipe, you don't want to miss that. Okay. Thanks for being here with me this evening, everybody. I will see you again next week for another Uncommon Sense Parenting class. Bye. You've been listening to The Mudroom, Uncommon Sense Parenting classes with Alana Robinson. If you like what you just heard, remember to join us every Tuesday evening at 9 p.m. Eastern and 6 p.m. Pacific on Facebook. And don't forget to rate, subscribe, share, and connect with us on social. This has been an Alana Robinson Family Services production.